Are you ready to be inspired? Are you ready to be challenged? Are you ready to challenge the status quo? To challenge yourself to be better than yesterday, then step into the challenger with your host, Kimberly Matthews. What's up, everybody? This is your host, Kimberly Matthews, and welcome to the challenger. Well, today we are talking about a takeover mentality, which I think is just in time because it is the final quarter of the year and many of us have been working hard to accomplish those goals that we set at the beginning. Some of us are almost finished, some of us are already done, and some of us never really got started. But I think this is an excellent topic for today because, like I said, this is the final quarter of the year and we will be entering 2020 in about three more months. So if you haven't started on any of your goals, then hopefully this will uh, propel you, encourage you, inspire you to take over in this next year, 2020. So takeover mentality, let's get into it. What do you think of when you're asked about a takeover mentality? Me, I think of a king queen and their kingdom now in america we don't know much about that because we've lived in a democracy for the past 300 years but i like this example of a king because when you look at a king they're really considered most powerful the more land that they have acquired and most often they're able to acquire this land through some type of military takeover so what is a king and as i researched this i came upon several definitions of a king and kingdom but i really like the one used by miles monroe in his book on kingdom principles and this is what he says about a king and his kingdom he says this a kingdom is the government of a king more specifically, a kingdom is the sovereign rulership and governing influence of a king over his territory, impacting it with his will, intent, and his purpose, manifesting a culture and society, reflecting the king's nature, values, and morals. He also adds, the very heart of any kingdom is its king. And this is important if we're going to have a takeover mentality. And I'm going to spend most of the time talking about this takeover mentality from a business perspective, but really it can be used in any walk of life, whether you're a business owner, whether you're an employee, or whether you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, whether you're a student, whatever the case may be, if you have goals that you'd like to aspire, if you like, you have goals that you'd like to obtain, you need a takeover mentality. And so one of the best ways I can think of to describe a king is a lion. And oftentimes we say that lions are bold. And there's a scripture in the Bible that says bold as a lion. And why is that? Because lions, they don't care what the prey looks like. They don't care if the prey is their size, smaller, or much, much larger. I've seen them go after elephants, giraffes, hippopotamus, they don't care. And they can do that because 
they understand teamwork and now you at least what I've seen on National Geographic is I've never seen a lion hunt by themselves and really the only time that they do that is when that they've been cast out from their clan and they're they're kind of out on their own and they, they just have to make it work but they live in they live in groups they hunt in in groups and I think that that I think that is because they understand teamwork. They understand the benefit of teamwork and how you can be fearless when you have a team. When you have have a team behind you. When you know that this person is watching out for you and this person has got your back. You can have a fearlessness about you. And so that there's exponential increase in teamwork and that's what that's where you get the bold, boldness from and that's what kings have. We need to have that boldness, and we get that when we understand the benefit of teamwork. So a takeover mentality that I'm talking about anyway is not to oppress and depress people, but it's to build people up. And while we as a society here in America are not in a kingdom government, we can kind of see what a... Mm, a kind of shady shaky government looks like in our very own leadership at the current time and so what we see in our current leadership is whether republican whether democrat whether independent we see them trying to get our support by using fear making us so afraid of what the other one is going to do that we support them or scare us into silence so that we don't say anything so that nothing happens to us and so they're trying to take over um, the government and society with this type of fear mindset to make people do what they want them to do based on fear and that's not what we want we want to build people up. We we don't want we're not trying to scare people. So if you're building a business or you're, you know, building a family and you want to expand or you want to thrive in your particular family or business, you have to have the mindset of a true king in order to take over. And in reading this book by Miles Monroe, he writes down these principles of a king which I'd like to share. And I, th- I think that they are excellent, whether you're a king or whether you're uh, raising your kids. So the first thing he says is, Kings do not amass wealth for themselves, but for the welfare of his or her, ci- of his or her citizens. And as parents, we're kind of like king and queens in our own little domain, our own little household. So most of us parents, we're not trying to... We're not working hard and gaining money just for ourselves. We're working hard for the welfare of our children. So this is the case in families, and this should be the case in business, whether you're the manager or the business owner. You should want your company or your particular division to do well, not just for yourself, but for the welfare of the people that you're leading. Number two, he says, a king is the central component of his or her kingdom or business for for our uh, conversation. And what that means is 
you're the one that's casting the vision and everyone is looking to you for leadership everyone is looking to you for direction for instruction it's all everything is revolving around this vision or this goal that you said we're going to obtain and then the final one he says is a king is the ultimate and only source of authority in his or her kingdom and what that means from a business perspective is that if you cast this vision and really it's your you probably invested in this business so everyone is looking to you everyone is looking to you for instruction so if the if the business looks like it's going to go down you're the one that's going to say it's going to go down you're the one that says okay we got to let this many people go or we have to hire this many people so you're the one it's your word everybody is waiting on your word waiting on your direction waiting on your instruction as to what to do so you and the vision that you have cast are the ultimate authority in terms of what is or what is not going to happen so those are the principles that we need to operate in this kind of kingdom or takeover mentality. So if you're in business, whether you're an owner or employee, you can have this. You can have this in your family. So let's say, for example, a typical office, usually there's, you know, you have a couple people that kind of keep up a lot of messy mess, kind of keep up a lot of drama. And let's say you, you want to operate in this kingdom mentality, this takeover mentality. So you want to change the atmosphere into one that's more positive, one that's more a building. You want the atmosphere to be more one of truth and integrity and that doesn't mean everybody's perfect that doesn't mean you're never going to have any problems but what that does mean is that there's always a healthy environment to work out those problems so one way you could deal deal with that is you could come up with ideas if there's a situation between two co-workers you could be the one that to mediate you could be the one to come up with ideas you could help the manager or supervisor come up with some ideas on how to eliminate the drama or to find out what the real problem is and come up with some solutions on how to uh, deal with that situation so if you want a promotion or if you are already the manager or supervisor, then it's your responsibility to help your employees to do their job better. It's not to put them down, but it's to build them up. So as a manager, as a supervisor, as a parent, if you're in that position of leadership and your authority, it's your responsibility to help. You should be asking, how can I help build them up? How can I assist them in taking more initiative and being more responsible? That is your responsibility as a manager, supervisor, leader, is to find out how you can help build your people up, how you can help make them better. And if they're making mistakes, if they're messing up, then you should take some of that responsibility because you did not teach them something they didn't understand something that you said so you have to go back and you have to say how can i instruct them better how can i lead them better so that they can do and be better and a lot of times we do that through negative incentives but i have found that positive incentives work better now that doesn't mean you throw away the negatives that just means that 
you want to have more positive incentives in place than you do the negative. And let me say, whatever you're doing, be consistent. Do what you say you're going to do. So if this person that does well, give them their reward. Give them that thing that you said that you were going to give them. And a lot of times, even as parents, we use negative incentives. We say, if you don't do this, then you'll get this taken away. If you don't do this, you won't be able to do this. And sometimes we get so frustrated with them and we say, oh, you did this and you're going to be grounded or in your room for five weeks. And the reality is that most of us can't take it. Most of us can't take our kids being in their room for five weeks. We can barely take it for the day. So a lot of times we, we let it go and we're, we're not, we don't do what we say. So just one little tip. Whatever you do, whether it's positive or negative, whatever incentive that you put in place, let it be something that you can actually do. If you know you can't take them being in their rooms five weeks, don't say five weeks. Say something that you can actually do, that you can actually put in place. If you say, okay, if you get all A's, I'm going to give you $50, give them their $50. If you know you don't have extra $50 to give, give them something that you can do. Whatever it is, do what you say and be consistent. So, back to this takeover mentality. As a leader, it's your responsibility to find out what makes your coworkers or your employees tick. So I say co-workers because if you have desires to for a promotion, you need to already be doing those things. They need to already see you capable of doing it and recognizing that you will do it even when you don't even when you're not getting the pay. Show them that you can do it if that's where you want to go. Be already be doing what it is that you want to do before you get the title. And if they don't recognize that, then you set yourself up for a good reference if you decide to go somewhere else. So as a leader, as a, for a takeover mentality, you want to find out what makes your people t- tick, get to know them, and then you'll know how to lead them. If you know what they like, what they don't like, if you know what encourages them, then you'll be in a better position to lead them. People follow those they can trust. People will emulate those they can trust. And trust isn't built in an oppressive, micromanaged environment. You want to show that you trust your people and they need to know that you can, that they can trust you. So if you're doing what you say, you're consistent, you at least, even if you don't care, even if you just make them feel that you care, they'll trust you, they'll follow you, they'll go to battle, they'll go to war for you, they'll they'll stick up for you, they won't let people talk about you. So in developing this takeover mentality, as I always say, you have to know your purpose, you have to know who you are. So the challenge for you today to start out with is, what is it that you're desiring to do? whether if if you're just if you're a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad or you just want to start right there in your family what is it that you're designing for your family do you have a vision for your family do you all have goals as a family find out what those are 
as kings, as as parents in your in your home. It's important that you cast a vision for your kids. It's important that you tell them who they are so that when they go out in the world, they're not confused about who they are. And I, I believe, strongly believe that that's a lot of the confusion that we see, even about gender. It's because parents haven't told them who they are. And so they have to go out in the world and listen to what's on TV and all of this. And, and it's just confusion. But if you start from a very early age telling your children the kind of person that they are, and I'm not saying that you have to tell them what job or what career they're going into, but tell them who they are. Tell them that they're trustworthy. Tell them that they're leaders. Tell them that they're strong. Tell them that they're truthful and that they have values. Tell them their worth. Tell you. Tell them. Tell them who they are. So if we're doing that, then I, I strongly believe that we would we wouldn't have a lot of the confusion that we have out here today. So let me leave you with this challenge. What are you desiring to do? And number two, what is your purpose as an individual and how do you plan to execute it through your business? So this is a takeover mentality. When you want to take over, you know that you want to take over. You know what that what you want to take over. You know why you want to take over. You know what you're going to do when you take over. So our, our, the people that are with us, our team, they need to know that in order to help us accomplish what is it, what it is that we're desiring to accomplish. That is a takeover mentality. So I hope you go over this podcast, you take notes, you rehearse it so that you can get this into your get get this into your mind and change how you think, change and when you change how you think, you change how you do. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave any questions, comments that you may have. Feel free to share with others, tell others to to subscribe to this podcast. You can always check me out on facebook.com slash purpose living. And if you want to know more about me, if you need a speaker for your your ministry, your organization, whatever it is, your, your keynote speaker, check me out on www.kimberlyamatthews.com. Thank you for stepping into the challenger and as always be blessed and at peace. Challenge yourself to be better and to do better. Thank you for joining us and tune in next time for The Challenger.